So I think I know why this show was good for a couple of weeks there. Because we were living in a fantasy? Uh, no, we weren't in a, <laughs> <laughs> a uh, simultaneous acid trip. It was because they didn't have that dollar store Miz on the show. Uh, and then sure enough, I you see. bring him back, let him bring his friends, the cops, around, and the show sucks again. There you go. Well, welcome to Take Under, guys. <laughs> it's Joseph back with Hector. What's up, everybody? And, uh, yeah, we're not that stoked on NXT right now. So, I mean, we could pass our follow-up right away. Really, the only thing that we were going to talk about is RIP to my viewership. Because I don't know if I talked about it on here. But I said <laughs> that I would not watch the NXT anymore if, on Basics Guide, I said that I would no longer watch NXT if Kaylee Way, if Kaylee Ray lost to Mandy Rose. And that happened. And then I gave them an out and said, hey, you have a star in, in Santos Escobar. You can retain my viewership. Not that they give a shit, obviously. Uh, and I strap him. Slap Braun in the mouth. I'm already off the don't let him lose train. Mm-hmm. Put it on Santos and we'll get into it. But spoiler alert, that didn't happen. <laughs> so, yeah, let's just jump straight into NXT and... We can jump to two weeks ago. The reason why I don't want to watch this show anymore. Do do we? Well, uh, uh, <laughs> I just have to say, first of all, this was the best match of Mandy Rose's career. And, but you guys saying this was a commercial-free match to give us five minutes of the rest of the hour, and then like three extra minutes in the next hour. Fuck off, dude. Uh, yeah, that freaking AEW gives you more time before they go to commercial break with their right. picture in picture than this i thought it was that was horrible how could you fucking do that especially on such a great match like a match that this was supposed to be amazing right and let's kick off this women's division let's start fucking sprinting with it but no let's leave the belt on blandy rose a fucking glorified fhm model like yes this was her best match but it wasn't a good effort from her kaylee ray made this match really great yeah, I, I was impressed with Kaylee Ray. I was like, this is fantastic. And then, oh, five minutes were up. What the hell? Like, you had, I felt like I needed to go put quarters back into the machine to keep watching. And now that was just it. Yeah. Uh, whatever. We can get off of it before it gets into a hate train. But moving on within the division, um, there was a title match, which uh, we didn't get to preview. We didn't get our show out last week in time. But... Indy, Hartwell, and Persia Parada failed to claim the gold against Toxic Attraction. Uh, and I actually like Toxic Attraction. I actually really liked that match. So I have no qualms about it, but I'm sure that you're, you're going to. <laughs> uh, I, I, one, this, I think this is, a, I haven't seen them wrestle that much. But it's Indy. Like, she got Dexter on her <laughs> side. Like, come on, you can't let this happen. And, and then not only am I disappointed in that shit, first of all, that whole week I'm just fucking disappointed, but we'll talk, well, yeah, we're going to get into the Dusty Cup and the brackets, because now I'm pissed about that shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, spoiler alert, Lady UE, lame Lady UE, Toxic Shock, the most played out <sighs> faction in all of wrestling, still has all the gold, and I don't, like, I'm super mixed about it, because I really love uh Gigi and JC. Um and I really like I really like them together. I really want them to be tag team champions and drop Mandy Rose because I feel like that's even a better storyline and then it gives people who don't who don't like Mandy Rose like me a reason to actually give a shit about Mandy Rose. But no, let's not do that. That's too fucking interesting. Let's just have these women run the same fucking storyline that we did with Undisputed Era, only worse. Because Adam Cole isn't in the front. Adam Cole has orange hair and he's behind Mandy Rose in this group. It's just dumb. But we can move on and go on to the women's Dusty Classic. The actual good part of the women's division. The rest of it. Other than the champions. Um, And I think I already gave my piece about Kaylee and Io as a tag. But bleh. <laughs> Raquel and Cora. <sighs> okay. And Dakota and Wendy. Huh? I mean, I am super into that as a tag team, to be honest. Oh, Jesus. Uh, by the way, you just nailed on the head why I don't like any of these three women together as a group. And it's because it's a knockoff 
horribly done Undisputed Era, but now we're on to this. <clears throat> what do you mean you don't want EO and Kaylee Ray together, the forever championship team? Like, come on now. They should be fucking fighting in hardcore matches for this <laughs> act for the championship over and over. Like, of all the people on this roster that can fucking kill it every single week, they should either be dragging other people to really good matches or salvaging the shit show that this has become in a match every <laughs> single week. And that would actually be fine for me to be watching rematches every single week in that case. But the rest of the bracket, just to kind of round that out, was was Lash Legend and Amari Miller, to spoil it for you, because I don't think you watched tonight. They were just Man. recording afterwards. EO and Kaylee moved into the semifinals. They will be facing uh, Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro, who yes! eliminated Ivy Niles and Tatum Paxley, who kind of looks like a mini, like a shrunk down Raquel Gonzalez. Um, and then next week, I believe we will have the breakup of Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada in the middle of the match, in which Wendy Chu, Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai win. In my prediction, uh. And then Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez versus Ulyssa Leon and Valentina Feroz. Okay, this is going to sound really funny. One, the Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez and Ulyssa Leon and Valentina. Like, I feel they're just going to slap and yell each other all in Spanish, which I will think is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that um, segment was amazing. But why do you have to put Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu against Indy? Like, that's the thing that pisses me off about because this that bracket. Has to, there has to be an upset somewhere. And they're already been, like, laying the ground uh, the groundwork for their breakup. And then they, I think they had another segment that was even further for their breakup. I think, like, that tall dude, Duke Hudson, kissed Persia today or some shit like that. So something's happening with them. And then it's going to lead to getting when, to Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai going over, which they're already over as fuck. Honestly, if you, oh, yeah, if you strap over. the most over person, they should be winning this tournament. But that's not probably what's going to happen. Because I, I, w- I, w- I would be a lot happier if it was Indy and Persia versus Caden and Casey, and then they fall apart from that one. And then Wendy and them over Ivy. That would have made me a lot happier. I mean, if but we, like, th- th- it's people... like three of my favorite people. Yeah, like, oh, okay, you would have wanted Indy. No, well, you still would have had Persia and Indy losing it in that case, though. Yeah, but it's I don't like it when something. <laughs> I don't want my of my favorite people going at it, and then I have to choose. Okay, got it. See that that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who's your pick for? Since we already said Lash and Amari are out, and Ivy and Tatum are out, we won't have a repeat of what we did with the men's this year, and me picking an already eliminated team. <laughs> Who is your pick for the winner all all around? Uh, who do you think it will re- be and who do you want it to be? I want it to be Wendy in Dakota because I got a root for Dakota. That's my girl. That's the bump queen right there. Yeah. But it's but it's also going to probably go to my other girl who is the forever champion or the forever champion in NXT and then the forever champion of NXT UK. That's probably who's going to win it. Yeah, I mean, boring, but I got the same picks. <laughs> Actually, surprisingly <laughs> enough, because I don't like the EU and Kaylee partnership. Even though I'm sure that that'll break down at some point, uh, like whatever about that, really, everybody loves Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai needs to deserves to win shit because she never wins shit here. So I would yeah. like them to win, but I don't think I, I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, yeah, moving on, and we can this will probably be the shortest part of the episode is to the the boy stuff of NXT. Their muscle to wrap man. up the Dusty Cup, Creed Bros beat GYV. Hector's pick was out. MSK beat Blade and Nofi. Creed Bros beat MSK. Have anything you want to share about that? Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Not to cut you off, but it doesn't seem like it. No, it is. All right. So the other thing that was, that was actually good, and I really liked it, was Braun. And the build was good because we didn't get to talk about that the week before. But Braun retains over Escobar and Dolph Feud is on tap now. So are you... First of all, how did you feel about the the championship match? I I was excited because I thought maybe they were going to, you know, be brave and just say, all right, like, you know, this guy's already over. He doesn't need to be champ anymore. We need to strap Escobar so we can carry this. Yeah, they did it. And then they make it all hokey and all weird when it's not necessary just to introduce 
this motherfucker. Like, I don't. <laughs> uh, that That's what pissed me off. I was like, you don't need to do this. And I don't. Let's continue before I go on and rant for 30 <laughs> minutes. But... Yeah, I know you don't like Dolph, but I mean, there's a reason that Dolph is as well respected as he is. Uh, I like him. I I kind of ironically love the Dirty Dogs. Um, I cheer for them anytime that they're on my TV just for fun. And they actually showed they were both in NXT tonight. So I'm not going to be super upset about that. Um, I will say this, since you haven't seen tonight's uh, match, just as a question, out of curiosity, are you more excited for Dolph versus Ciampa or Dolph versus Braun? Uh, Dolph versus Ciampa, because I want to see freaking Ciampa murder him. I won't give any spoilers to how that went. Oh, you bet. Um, yeah, I was I was more excited for that too because I definitely think Champa's a better worker. But I will say I honestly can't, in good conscience, recommend that you watch this week's episode of NXT because honestly <laughs> the show is just terrible, dude. I'll, I'll forward you like the few things that you should probably see. But to kick off the show, we did have Braun with Dolph, and it really sounds to me like they're gonna get try and get Braun on that WrestleMania stage. Which honestly, fuck yeah, you can you can keep NXT in the mix and. Braun is the best representative that this brand possibly has ever had for that, that kind of stage. I mean, not, not the best wrestler, obviously, but like if you want to feature NXT, him or Joe are like the two best people that you could strap whoa, and whoa, have whoa, be whoa. the NXT champion walking into WrestleMania. I mean, uh, hold on. Okay. Hold on. We got to back up on one thing real All quick. Right. Cause uh, before my, I am trying to control this as much as I can. I don't like that they keep dropping in people from the other rosters gotcha. into NXT to like boast this because what they did is they did it with the prince and that's the prince the prince is amazing Finn Balor like woos anybody like that was by far one of the best runs ever I think I recently sent you the clip when he first showed up and he's in front of Adam Cole like that alone was amazing. And now Pretty these sure fools that's just... That's the one where I literally popped off my seat and ran around the corner <laughs> in our old house. And now they're dropping, like, Mandy Rose, all the, and then now this fool's coming in. I was like, no, no, no. Put people who want to be there, not just because you're putting them in there to slightly promote or something. I was like, I want people who are talented, who want to be here, that can put it on the stage. Like, Prince, at that point, when he left should have been into a WrestleMania match representing as champion of NXT. That would have been amazing. But, you know, Vince doesn't believe that Finn Balor is a big name. But whatever. He um, was the first ever Universal Champion. <laughs> they believe no, in Finn Balor. Uh, not according to what's been going on with Vince. That's why he's giving up on pushing Finn Balor. Eh. Uh, but that that's something else for another time. But that's just how I feel about it. That's why I'm just sick of seeing this crap. Like... Yeah. No, no, no. Stop trying to remake the thing. Leave it alone. Only do people who are supposed to be there, whatever. But fine. Yes, Braun, fantastic. I can see him going up as a champion to WrestleMania, putting on a show. People get interested, and we'll watch 2.0. Hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> Goal accomplished, according to them, but not, not happening. But they will not know the true joy of what it was to <laughs> be the black and gold. Yeah, having Hector as your biggest fan. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I like it because it's not like an actual, it's, it's, I don't f consider it like a residency the way Finn was there. Like, yeah, come around for a couple weeks and then fuck off about your way. And to have, like, I didn't like it because of who they included the first time. If AJ had been there with anybody else, I would have been stuck. AJ and Mello would have tore the fucking house down, dude. But whatever, we can move on from there since it's nothing that either of us really care too much. You don't like it and I don't care that much about it. Um, Sticking with Vengeance Day and just trying to get out of this as quick as possible because I don't have the um, really interest to talk about both of these matches. It seems like you already told us which one you care about more, but you want to talk about the Dunn match or the Grimes match more? Grimes match. All right. Go ahead. What the fuck? <laughs> the... <laughs> I was enjoying this match so much. Because I'm like, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Like, I was like, to the moon, baby! Grimes hit it all! Does Grimes win 
you don't. You, you, oh, stop messing with these matches. Don't. There's no need for it. Friggin' two, two cavens, and that's like on two different people, and that's still not like what the hell? Like no, it's Cameron Grimes. He's so over. The crowd was into it. You needed to strap him, and you don't. I want to find out who's in the back and choke the life out of them. Like, what is wrong with you? But no, it's all 2.0 people have to be over it. And, and you're, uh, whatever. Like, there's a reason. Never mind. Just let's move on. <laughs> I kind of I like uh, Mellow. I am the low person on that match, so we can definitely move on. But I feel like they had no chemistry at all. And the fact that they pulled, like, a serviceable match out of the out of their asses seems good to me, but like all the what? people and the way that they that like even Mello went on the show tonight talking about it, saying everybody was talking about Grimes versus Mello. Like honestly, maybe I need to watch that match back again. But that match looked like ass to me, dude. Like they were fumbling all over the place. They didn't ever get into like a really good rhythm of either style. Like none of that looked good to me. And like the fact that I was into it was much more a testament to. The fact that I actually care more about both of them separately than their matchup at all there. But uh, again, like, like <laughs> I feel like having that thought and the way everybody else is talking about it, like I I feel like I'm I'm wrong and I'm the dumb one. So we can move on about that. Just to finish up Renjin's Day, what was your match of the night? My match of the night was the Cameron Grimes and Mello one. Yeah. Everybody, I can, else, I, everybody I, else's I, was too. So you're not you're like, it's definitely <laughs> me the other way around, but I honestly really liked the, the women's tag match. Uh, I was like, I can, I can, I can think I can spot where you have the disconnection. Cause there's two botches in there because of when they change their, their speed or the progression of how they're changing uh, the match. But uh, they kind of, in my opinion, they kind of recovered. Yes, I recommend rewatching the match, like totally. But wow, I was like, Maru. All right, well, <laughs> let's get out of here. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, just to to kind of play my hand here, I spent the week leading up to Vengeance Day and the subsequent week since watching so much fucking Jay White. <laughs> None of these people are gonna live up to this standard. So moving on to AEW. We'll get to everything else. We haven't talked about it. We didn't have our recap episode. Keith fucking Lee is here. Who am I? I am Keith Lee. Oh, all bask in his glory. The limitless one has arrived. <laughs> Dude, oh man, that was the fantastic! Best debut that I, in recent memory, like the last couple of years that I can think of. Oh man, I, and the funny thing is, when he was in the ring, he did the two things that we all wanted to see. He chucked the man in the air to the other side of the ring. And then he almost bumped someone out of the ring like he did to Adam Cole. I still want to see him do that to Adam Cole totally. with these fans. It needs to happen. <laughs> but I'm so glad he's, he has his gear, his normal gear. I love his presentation when he comes out. Yeah, it's all Keith Lee. And I'm so glad you're back, sir. I'm so glad you're back. Yeah, the one thing that I'm disappointed in is in the subsequent week we saw, I think, in Dynam on Dynamite last week is him saying that he is going for the TNT belt. But obviously he qualified for it, so, like, whatever. That's what, that was going to be it the whole time. So at some point he needs to be strapped with that, that main title. Um, but that, Absolutely, that, time, yeah. that time will come. My one complaint is, and I hate to criticize Tony Schiavone because he is my favorite commentator, as I've mentioned on here Part of the reason that I love wrestling as much as I do in its current state right now, especially AEW. But all of you guys, can you please read possibly the best broadcaster of all time, Vince Scully quotes about shutting the fuck up? <laughs> Keith Lee had that entire fucking stadium or that entire fucking little arena, whatever they're playing in, chanting, basking his glory. Recently married his life changing. And you yeah. can't. 
fucking hear it for more than like two seconds. I'm going to try and cut the clip at some point, but I'm going to have to like repeat audio because these guys just keep on fucking talking. Look at the size <laughs> of him. Blah, blah, blah. Like I realize you got to get somebody over, but that match is going to happen. He's clearly taking a second so that his fans can like, we can all bask in this moment Basking together. Yeah. And you guys are just fucking talking all over and all over it. Like <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. Like he he's like he's enjoying being back. The man had just got married, I think like a couple of days before this. And and you hear the crowd chant. There's no need to talk, just wait until he gets into the ring and then go off. Like I, I totally understand what you're talking about. But uh also Tony Schiavone's not the best commentator. We all know who the best commentator He's is. He's not doing wrestling, though. And I'm not going to watch combat sport. I'm not going to watch like, <laughs> boxing or MMA. Uh, there's a reason I hate strikers in wrestling. Like, if I wanted to watch strikers, I would watch people actually striking people hey. and not pretending to strike people. But that's neither here nor there right now. Let's move on to the face of the revolution match so far. So, in the subsequent weeks from the week that we missed, the other two qualifies people to qualify uh, <laughs> Wardlow and powerhouse Hobbs. And as soon as I saw Wardlow win that match, I knew Hobbs was winning the next one. I love what Tony Khan's doing with this match. And I'm super excited to see how the rest of this goes because big men in a ladder match, especially these big men. Yep. is Fucking rad. And so what I'm looking forward to. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to see Lee go face to face with Wardlow. Like I'm, I, I can yeah. I can just imagine freaking a spirit bomb from Lee on Wardlow. It's like, oh, you like power bombing people? Let me show you how it's really done. <laughs> yeah, we don't need a symphony. Let's just do one straight through the canvas here. <laughs> cool. Moving on to the next part, to another debut, and this was actually the Forbidden Door. Equally as important to us, but I didn't know it at the time, Jay White is here. He has since gone on to win against Trent. Uh, so he's 1-0 one, one in AEW, but more importantly, laid the groundwork for a feud with Kenny Omega and took claim for the creation of AEW, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it took this guy like three minutes to become my new favorite wrestler, but oh my fucking God, I want to watch nothing but Jay White for the next like month and a half. This, in this week that was like so, or not, not this last one because No Surrender was awesome. The rest of the week that was so like disappointing and a bunch of shit, Jay White delivered. And I, I knew Jay White before when the whole Bullet Club thing was going on and when he turned them down. And I wasn't into him then. Like I, had, I, I don't even think I had really seen him. I, actually, I did see him on the mic, and I didn't believe in it then. And I didn't see it in him then. And then he showed up in AEW, and I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And then I saw him in that US of J clip that I sent you. Uh -huh. Where he's like, I hear, I hear that there's a lot of free agents out there these days. Because they're obviously not as good as yours truly to where they can keep a job in wrestling. You're obviously not. Oh, oh, oh. You don't like truth. You don't like the truth. Nobody can measure up to me. Whether they are and then he shows up in <laughs> Impact. Oh, no, it was the next night in Impact when he's talking to fucking Eric Young and telling him, you're not the leader of the Bullet Club. Because Eric Young is not Jay White. You see, you, you are not the number one asset in all of pro wrestling. You are not the last rock and roller. You are not the man that single-handedly sold out Madison Square Garden. You are not King Switch, baby! You are not the first ever Grand Slam champion! You are not the real bat collector! You are not the leader of Bullet Club. I am! Even him in that King Switch shirt, dude. As soon as I saw that shirt, I was like, I want that fucking shirt. <laughs> and, uh, I just gotta keep gushing about Jay White. So you probably need to stop me and get, get in here, dude. <laughs> okay, so this forbidden door that was actually because Khan had messed up because he like yeah, overspoke. Totally. Not I, only I, he went back like <laughs> we've talked about it on here. He always likes to raise raise expectations. He actually delivered on this one. Kudos to him. 
yes, kudos to him on this. But it also was introduced in the best way possible by Adam Cole, this this man yes. who's planting seeds for for becoming a future champion. Yeah, and like pretty much like an all out civil war again. But the fact that Jay White comes out and helps him outside when the young bucks are there is like. You always got to call on your friends for help or whatever. And but as you know, we took an oath. When you're Bullet Club, you're Bullet Club for life. Oh my God, it's going to happen. They're going to kill each other. Like, the Tama Tiger went on impact the next night and told the Good Brothers, If you are truly OGs, you know the code. You don't leave Bullet Club. And then no surrender when we beat your ass and take the Impact World Tag Team titles. We're gonna officially fire your ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, Jay White's fantastic. He's uh, I he I rather have him come out for two three minutes how he first came out or, or have a match than listen to freaking CM Punk for twenty minutes at the opening of every Dynamite or Rampage now. Thank you, but. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, and talking about when when Jay White first turned him down, he was so tiny then. Yeah, and he still pulled off a Blade Runner on Kenny, and now and he's just massive. And dude, just the way he delivers his promos and the diction and timbre and like, oh, just everything he says, I fucking love it. For all of you who do not like have have not able to or haven't watched New Japan or whatever. I recommend hopping on YouTube and looking up New Japan's history. They're short little videos, but you'll get plenty enough in information of how awesome this guy is. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, I mean, really, just go go from AEW and then watch the last few weeks of Impact. That's really... That's true, the yeah. Impact <laughs> has been so intriguing to me. Um, we can move on, though. The good news about missing a week is that we don't have to talk about the feud that you talked about, MJF and Punk, and all that bullshit and how it took has taken up so much time on your main whatever. Yeah. Uh or the most boring Texas death match that has ever happened. Um but we do need to talk about one of the biggest missed opportunities of WWE and in my opinion their biggest missed opportunity. AQA is back and as of last Friday officially all elite. That that dynamite with Lee uh, Jay White and AQA might, Wait. now that I'm thinking about it, be my favorite fucking wrestling episode of all time, dude. At least from <laughs> premieres, that's for damn sure. That match was so cool. How she made Jade actually look like a real fucking legit champion. I mean, it's because she's a real wrestler and Jade's been wrestling fucking jokes, but... I mean, and that's going to continue this week, but goddamn, yeah. that match was so good, and I can't wait to see more of AQA. Like, now I have a reason to start watching Dark again. Uh, yeah, AQA was awesome, and I completely had spaced and forgot about her yeah. until she did. I'm pretty whatever. sure WWE did too. Yeah, uh, her. I forget. It was the moonsault, right? That like was shooting perfect. Star shooting star. Sorry, yeah. shooting star press that she lands perfectly. AQA up to the top. Big chance. Shooting star press. God. Up the legs. One, two, no. Like, there's nothing wrong about it whatsoever. And when she landed, I was like, she's going to win this. Like, uh, and then it doesn't happen. I was like, whatever. <laughs> continue, continue on, Jade Cargill. Like, that's how it felt. I was like, they want to make her in a Goldberg. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's Jillberg. But it was. A, I, I knew it wasn't going to happen. Oh, but that was such a good match. Like, yeah. yeah but she good made you believe, and that's all that yes. matters for that match because literally nobody else has done that with Jade. Uh, in what twenty seven matches now, whatever the fuck it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm so stoked to have her back, and like this women's division is starting to get stacked. Please start booking it accordingly. Take it seriously, Tony Khan. For more on and that, tune into Semi Basics. Yes, please, and also get the damn belt off of Britt Baker, please. Yes. It needs an actual happen. champion. That has to happen at Revolution, and if it fucking doesn't, like. As much as I love AEW, and I was even thinking about it yesterday, like they have literally Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, Daniel Bryanson, uh, or Brian Danielson, and Jay White now, if he's going to be here for a little bit and then possibly come back whenever his deal's over, 
how the fuck can you guys not have me like completely enthralled with this? It's because you have no fucking women's division, and that's actually what I give a shit the most about in wrestling right now. Also, can before we continue on, can we just bring up the fact of you're trying to convolute this fucking storyline of Thunder Rosa versus Brit by adding Mercedes Martinez, who's been around for 20 years, and you can tell she's been around for 20 years, and not in a good way. Um, and now you're going to partner her up with Thunder Rosa? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Don't do that shit to me. Like, that's... Again, this is on the character. This is not on the person, personally. I'm always, I think I gotta do this as a warning going forward because of how sometimes I listen to myself later. <laughs> this is literally Thunder Rosa stepping in shit and she can't get it off her shoe and it's like stinking up the area. That's how I feel about this. Once I saw the match end and how everything happened with this, uh, with Brett Baker and then the Cobra Kai shit, like, what the fuck? Like, that's not on, it's cool if they're ringside or whatever. It's not necessary to introduce it because, wow, that was a bad line from Brett. Um, Mercedes does need does not need to be attached to Thunder Rosa at all. Like I don't need to see them team up. I don't. No, no, no. Thunder Rosa is amazing on her own. She needs to whoop the shit out of Brett Baker and become the the women's champion. And once she gets the belt, she needs to go to Khan and tell her, "I want a real women's belt, not this plaything that you have them toting around." Like that's what needs to happen. Again, it's the character, not the person. I will proceed. <laughs> yeah i mean tony khan like it it's really this simple with what you've laid out so far and if this is what happens cool i'll feel prophetic but it it really is like this black and white mercedes comes out beats up jamie jamie can no longer help brit win rebby rebel whatever her fucking name is is a uh. non-factor thunder rosa wins brit's like lifelines all ran out all at once thunder rosa is the champion this division is now legitimized please it's that fucking simple and i just gave you credit for creating the best wrestling show that i've ever seen like two weeks ago fucking please start <laughs> taking women's wrestling seriously like if you need someone to book it for you if you need to offload those duties call me up dude i'll do it for fucking free i literally do this in my spare time right now like Actually, I'll put my wife on it so you can have a woman doing it, and then you get more fucking publicity doing it that way, and she's much better at it than I am. Anyway, moving on. Uh, before we get more into shooting on some whether we actually want to do what we want We're to gonna do. We're going to get banned on more Twitter feeds. <laughs> uh, which, honestly, after Dax's... Uh, I mean, AEW marks kind of come into his white knighting for him, whatever. But after his story that's coming out on Renee's podcast, honestly, maybe it's not so bad. We're, we're blocked by one of the greatest of all time. It's <laughs> not Jericho that's blocked us, which would be all in his rights to do that. Anyway, moving on. Um, so Mox and Danielson development. It looks like we will get a match between them after all. Ugh, whatever. Daniel Bryanson is amazing, so I'm not gonna... You're still gonna get over it. Like... You're just upset that they're going to fight each other and then they're going to team up. That's well, what's going to happen. Yeah, and it still seems like they want to do this dojo thing. Like, fuck that shit. <laughs> Get another WWE guy and then just fucking run the trios division because none of these guys will be able to hang with you. I, I hope what happens is that they do their match or whatever, they agree to it, and the first person they pull in is going to be Keith Lee. Actually, there you go. There <laughs> you go. Oh, that's how they get me on Mox, dude. Don't do no, it. No, man, it's going to be great. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> anyway, I mean, yeah. So anyway, like, I actually am interested in that because I have no doubt in Brian Danielson. Um, the Really, the main point is that the Revolution card is getting fucking stacked. That match is on there with MGF and Punk. And then we'll have the actual main <laughs> title picture, which is definitive now. Cole versus Paige, and I don't know why any champion would want to get in a face-off with Adam Cole at this point. He literally ended Karrion uh, Cross's WWE career. The truth is, you ain't Adam Cole, baby, and you never will be. Because this brand has done everything in their power to make you 
feel special. Well, you, you got the cool music, you got the lights, you got the fog machine, you got the girl. You know what they do to make Adam Cole feel special? They ring the freaking bell. Because on your best day, you couldn't lace my boots. You can't hang with me. You aren't on my level. And anybody who watches pro wrestling knows that. I love that clip. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome! <laughs> like it looked like Hangman got got shoot mad. I mean, obviously, I think it was kayfabe, but like the, yeah. at least the, the look in his face looked like he got pretty pissed when he was the, when he was referred to as the other Adam. Uh, yeah, I'm excited <laughs> for this, and I think it, time is right to strap Cole. We've talked about oh, it yeah. here. Paige is so bland, and he's already got re- he's already got three match of the year candidates. Can we move on, please? Yeah, please. I'm uh, yeah, I'm done with. Oh, I I can't say anymore from the last time. Like, it's <laughs> you're the champ. Do something about it. Don't even, don't even put your belt on the line. Wrestle something. It doesn't have to be all crazy either. Also, just a quick thing on the last match that he just had for the Texas death match. Stop breaking apart the ring. There's no need for that. That just makes you look like an idiot when you can't take apart the post. Like that's that's all. That's it. That's all I'm going to say now about that. Like, I got to shut up. I forgot you did go in on him last week. I will <laughs> say, I mean, just for your own, my own concern for, like, the another well-being, the well-being of another human being, dude, go see a doctor for, like, vitamin deficiencies because your blood <laughs> should fucking clot at some point. At some point. What the fuck? It's just a fucking geyser out of his face every single match. Whatever. Um, <laughs> moving on. The I was talking about that's the way to turn me on Mox. Uh, a new feature we can have here is the wrestler that AEW turned Joseph around on this week. And la- I don't know about last week. I'll have to go back and watch that Dynamite. But at least in this time period, it is Santana. Because that fucking uh, inner circle thing was awesome, dude. Props to Jericho for using his shoot ego in a wrestling storyline. Like, this guy really thinks he's the greatest thing to happen to pro wrestling, which he may be. You don't have to be such a fucking dick about it. (laughs) Finishing on AEW. One last thing to talk about. Do you feel... Well, how do you feel about the the Rhodes is leaving? Work or shoot, first of all. And do you give a shit? Uh, it's... It's not a work, the, the shoot. And... I was actually, to me, it's been interesting because you keep hearing more and more things and it's like, if I think Cody was just like losing control and I don't think he liked that one bit because mm. he helped make the company. He was a VP of like creative and then Khan decided, no, it's better that I filter it all through it. One person filters it out and and since then, like, AEW has gotten better. Because remember when we first started to watch, it was good, and then it was off, and because too many people were in the kitchen cooking, and then Com took over, and it's gotten way better since then. But also, this is all speculation, because it's just rumors or things that are coming out from it. Right. Um, but it's really strange to have storylines with him and his wife, and then they dip out. Like, and they're just gone. Yeah. But I am very happy. I'm not happy that uh, Brandy's gone, because I actually kind of like Brandy. But I'm very happy Dan Lambert doesn't have much time to speak anymore. Like, sorry, sorry, dude. Like, your whole thing that you're going against Brandy Rhodes and and all the people that like Connor or whatever, like, you're not talking anymore. So, like, shut the fuck up and be quiet again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I I kind of don't give a shit, dude. Like, I just, <laughs> I, I feel really bad for him, and I feel like the whole, like, if the AW marks want to take it personally for him leaving, like, fuck you guys, dude, because he didn't want to go heal. And you guys, same thing you do with your fucking we want tables chant. You try to fucking tell artists what to do, and, like, fuck you, dude. Dusty Rhodes was the American dream pretty much his entire career, probably. That's yeah. what he wanted for himself. The man literally set himself on fucking fire for you guys, and you couldn't fucking, like, get over for him? Whatever. And 
that brandy and, uh, that brandy segment was possibly one of the worst well not it is one of the worst wrestling segments of all time in the in the contender for for it being there so i'm not happy i'm not upset that that storyline is gone for sure and like you i am much happier to see less damn lambert on my tv but yeah whatever well, will you be happy to see him in a in wwe if he does show up there like all the reports are showing would you watch him i i would watch him just to see what what they're gonna do with him because he's not gonna be the same cody rhodes that you guys had that wwe had full control to the point where they took half his name like that that's not gonna happen again this time around also for all those people who are upset that he's leaving aew he's always gonna have history there and be the staple and the foundation for it so you can't hate on that two they gotta make money man like they have a such a small window to perform where they're at their peak let them make as much money as they can to take care of their families. They've earned it. They deserve it because they put their actual bodies on the line. We we know their storylines and stuff like that. But the sh- like you said, he lit himself on fire. That's worth something. Yeah. Let him go earn it. If if right now AEW can't afford to pay him because they're trying to make sure that they look presentable for their new contract deal that i think they're going to negotiate at the end of the year to get more money to give better contracts then let them let them all let them do that but he's going to leave to earn money for his family because they have very little time to be at this level in their life so you don't want them to be a or diamond dallas page or something like where they have to come up with other things or other wrestlers that have to ask for money on uh like go fund me for surgeries you don't want that to happen to these people that you cheer on so kudos to cody to taking care of his family earning the money i know there's probably no real hard feelings because he's gonna have history building this brand his dad technically created most of the things we all enjoy so like he built a whole company and now that's part of his legacy so do you remember the um the promo, and I, I only remember it because I saw I, somebody had tweeted it out. I think earlier today, even um, when he was fighting Jericho for the belt, and it was he could never challenge again for it. Well, you call me an entitled millennial. I call you a carny succubus because the dirty secret about you, the dirty secret is you need this generation more than it needs you, and you've surrounded yourself with impressionable youth. This isn't about my dad. This isn't about the dead, it's about the living. It's about my mother, it's about my sister, it's about my wife, it's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to un-goddamn deniable. I think that would be really cool, and I wonder why he didn't try and, I don't know if it was Khan's decision, but why, like the way, the same way that Dusty Rhodes was like the working class hero, for him to be like the modern day, like millennial working class hero, not like working class, but like the millennial class hero, uh-huh. would be a cool angle for him, I think. Because he's definitely, like, of the age. He's on all these fucking shows with all these stars of, like, like Snoop Dogg and fucking Ahsoka now. Uh, I don't know. I would think it'd be cool for him to explore, and I wonder why he did it more. Well, I, I know why. It's because everybody wanted him to become fucking heel right away, but whatever. Um, Done with AEW, or you want to have anything else you want to bring up with it? Hmm... More Keith Lee. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Cosine. Uh, cool. So, let's see. Getting into our favorite, well, my favorite new <laughs> wrestling promotion, Impact. And I got to say, I think the last three weeks are the only, like, episodes. They are the only full episodes I've really watched. The mic skills in this promotion are fucking amazing, dude. Josh Alexander, Tasha Steeles, and... I mean, if I talk any more about Jay White, I'd probably have to go have a little bath session before we continue on here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, like, I, I mean, Josh Alexander, I know he might end up being a free agent soon and he go to he might go to AEW and elsewhere, but this just, watching that, that episode, I think two weeks ago, made me glad that places like Impact are here because people like this need to be main eventing. And if, if WWE is going to push all their dumbass Roman shit, and AEW is as stacked as it is. Like, there might not be a place for this dude on the roster. And I, I kind of hope he stays in Impact because I want to see more of him. And that promo 
where he actually got like sent home. Three years ago, this company, Impact Wrestling, gave me an opportunity when no one else would, when I needed it most. Without Impact Wrestling, there's no Impact World Championship, and quite frankly, without Impact Wrestling, there may not be a walking weapon, Josh Alexander. was so fucking passionate and rad, and I know that people, people will like, call, he's, Walks out the chance of walking weapon like this dude's got to be awesome. Yeah, that uh, I have signed up for this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this this promotion is great. Also, I was gonna be I was actually very mad when I was watching the background of it, and it says two, and I was like, oh my god, this is Impact Two Point and I was like, wait, no, 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 it's Impact 20 years. I was like, this company has been here in some form or another for the past 20 years. And now it's finally getting, I guess, getting the recognition because of their talent that they've developed and given chances to whatever. And kudos to them because, yeah, I don't, I didn't, honestly, I had no idea who the hell Josh Alexander was. And this is what it opens up with, with him wanting to defend, defend this brand because it gave him a shot. And he's like you said, he spoke so passionately, and the name that he has, Walking Weapon, is the coolest thing. And I was like, why has why haven't I seen this guy? Why I was like, I feel like an idiot, but whatever. The whole rest of the episode was great. Uh, and yes, this this one this company needs to move from Access TV to anyway. A, bigger network so more people can see it i'm sure they're trying and and two they need to fix their ring because it's super loud and the crowd needs to chant more because please get into it because the nxt crowd is a lot smaller and i can hear them a lot more than these people please like that that's what was bugging me when i was watching this (laughs) but it was it was great it was fantastic yeah, and they got the best women's champion in all of wrestling, in my opinion, right now. At least until May 6th, March 6th. The ball's in your court, Tony Khan. Um, <laughs> no Surrender was the best $10 card I've possibly ever seen. And we don't have to really talk about it all because we've been talking about it a lot. And this is the, I mean, in terms of popularity and audience, the smaller of the three. Um, but Bullet Club Drama. Gorillas of Destiny are out, and Good Brothers are seemingly back in. Did you follow like any of the Twitter stuff afterwards? No, but I was like, sh- I was like, what the hell is going on? And on all you just see is is just at the end of Bullet Club. I was like, oh my god, this it's happening here in America. It's <laughs> <laughs> so cool, um, right? Like this is betrayal, whatever. Um, yeah, so I I was super surprised too because Gorillas of Destiny are OGs, but I mean, so yeah, were big the good time brothers. OGs. Yeah, I didn't realize that the Gorillas of Destiny had left for a little while. I think, but then they came back in 2015, so they've been around. They've been in there still, like in this incarnation for a while. But somebody who told me Jay White is, or I read somebody saying Jay White is the smartest leader of the Bullet Club because he stopped the the. Uh, the betrayal before they betrayed him, just like everybody, just like they betrayed everybody else before him. So if that is, ends up being the storyline, it just makes me love Jay White even more. That's uh, that's that's very cool. But the smartest person in all of Bullet Club's history is the man who created the Bullet Club. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, he got <laughs> jumped out though, dude. He got jumped. Yeah, they, that's what you do to every leader. But I'm just saying, saying. there wouldn't be a Bullet Club. If he didn't come up with Bullet Club, and to this point, I hope he's watching and he's like, you know what? Maybe I should go hang out with my boys. I don't know. Let him try and infiltrate the JY area of the Bullet Club. I think he's going to have a hard time doing it. Um, which, so I, I to follow up. So JY tweeted that clip out at the young and added the young bucks on Twitter and they changed their Twitter bio to, we never liked Tamil Tonga anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I think he tweeted at them, Tama did, fuck you. And uh, yeah, I haven't seen anything that Kenny's followed up with. But Jay White has since gone on to claim that he scared Kenny Omega out of New Japan and created AEW, as I mentioned before. Which, him, so him coming here with the Good Brothers, imagine a trios match. 
whatever stipulation you want. One corner you have Jay White and the Good Brothers. The other corner you have Kenny Omega and the Elite. And in the third corner you have yes, Adam Cole <laughs> and Red Dragon. Holy, Holy shit! shit. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to watch it. I would just pass out. It would be like Michael, like people buying a ticket to go watch a Michael Jackson concert and passing out, like right as soon as it goes. The bell rings and they they go into a a, a collar and elbow, and I'm out, dude. You know what would be amazing for this, in my opinion, and it it's never gonna happen because they don't have the rights to this. But it'd be awesome to see a war games of the three of them. Yeah, that would be sick. Oh my god! They did a three-person war games original like a while ago, or a three-team war games when when uh, what's it called? When NXT, NXT. first debuted it, AEW yeah, but could they've... do a three-person blood and guts very easily. Yeah, but they can't have the dual ring with the cage though, right? Because that belongs... that's what blood and guts is. They just can't call it war games. Oh, okay, that's a. Remember when I'm... Jericho fell on all? Oh, those that's pillows? right. Uh, yeah, it's funny because I also looked up the Revolution card, and that was when they had all. The, that was the flare <laughs> at the end of the show. Uh, moving on. So Honor No More <laughs> gets to stay with Impact, no surrender. Wrapping up the pay per view, Honor No More completes their invasion. They win as Eddie Edwards turns on Impact, and I can tell you, as people, someone who hasn't been watching it very much, I'm more intrigued to watch. I can. For sure. Yeah, I'm totally down to watch to watch more of this. Um, Bronson Reed is on here. Yeah, was uh, that, uh, I can't. Go ahead. Uh, that Matt, that would, Taurus or whatever his name is yeah. is awesome. Right. Like he literally was like like a Roman fighting this creature. Like it was it was awesome. Yeah, when we saw him that other week that we were talking about him for the last episode, I was like, what the. Fuck, this guy's a bull. This is stupid. <laughs> but watching that match, I was like, oh shit, this is actually pretty cool. <laughs> like, man, wrestling is so fucking cool sometimes. Oh man, yeah. Please watch as much wrestling as you can. This is fantastic. Is it's good right now because you have options. You don't have to see the dumb decisions being made. You can flip the channel. Exactly. <laughs> And that like that's why I'm so so much stoked for the rest like I Tuesday sucks now so the rest of the week starting on Wednesday Thursday and Friday I'm stoked for wrestling again. Um, who was your match of the night for No Surrender? Oh, totally freaking uh, oh, Jay White versus uh, Eric Young. That was a great match. Yeah, same. I would like to say Mickey and Tasha, but I I would yeah. like Tasha to win. And I mean, I really like that match, but. It was my first live Jay White match. And again, in that short of time, he has become my favorite wrestler, even leapfrogging Adam Cole. And yeah, that match was so cool to watch. Yeah, I, I, I actually expected more to the Mickey James match, but it was still okay. I'm, I don't know. I probably just wanted a little more. Yeah. I mean, a little more time or, or whatever. I, I will say the last week's episode, they did give the women a good amount of time. So Yeah, there. that's thank you for, for saying that, because that was one thing that I want to bring up, was, like, this promotion, like, dedicates a good amount of time to the women, and it reminded me of Black and Gold brand NXT. Like, yeah. I was They're... glad to see that here. They're not on that level, I don't think, but yeah, you're right. Like they, at least in terms of equal play, is is really really a good point to make up for them because, again, at least in my opinion, that's the future of wrestling, and why not have them at least equal time? Um, also, and not encouraging what's going on right now politically in the world, but uh, Slamovich, very cool, very cool character. <laughs> yeah, totally. I want to see more of her for sure. Um, so, wrestling at large, around the world, we have Dragon Guy in progress. Did you see that video I sent you? Uh, no. What the heck? Yeah, so Ilya Dragon Guy is showing up in progress as the UK champion, so that's interesting. We'll have to keep an eye on that. He's show like, he, I think he is specifically targeting the guy that he had a, a feud with. Uh, Dragon Guy is not my favorite, so I'm not gonna care about it. I can tell gotcha. you guys that much, but if you if you're in, I know you like him, so if you're interested in it, you can follow that storyline. 
Um, did you see the clip I sent you between Osprey or Osprey kind of promo on Mox? So yeah, Mox is coming around saying that he is going to, or he's the most violent person in New Japan or some shit like that, and he's gonna wreck all these people. <sighs> and he left Osprey off the list, and yeah, you don't want to offend the Kingpin right now, dude. I don't know if you know this, but. I know you think you're kind of tough shit, Mox. That guy literally, oh, not literally, this is wrestling, but killed a dude in front of his wife or his girlfriend who was pleading with him to stop. And his mom and dad and brother who were also in the audience just calling him a bastard and a menace. And if you haven't seen that clip, it was fucking awesome. Will Ospreay is working a really good heel right now. And him and Mox are going to lock up at some point and it's actually going to make me give a shit about a mox match that's what i was about to say it's like <laughs> it sounds like some scaring about mox yeah but see he's actually gonna be opposed to someone and not with like anything oh let's go into a faction after this so that yeah. that'll actually be a match where i'll get to really just hate on him throughout that whole match <laughs> um and but most importantly for our discussion here and you actually Kyrie Sane is now in stardom. Yep. That's fantastic. I'm so happy for her. She can be free and be in Japan with her husband. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully we get to see her in some new Japan promotion or like uh team ups. Yeah, I mean it's a while away from Wrestle Kingdom, but I'm sure if they are Oh man, I just thought of Kyrie, she, like working oh. a heel against the oh, what was her name? I'll have to look it up. But the girl who was like really featured in the Stardom match at Wrestle Kingdom this year, that would be a fucking cool one on one. And I'm I think she's like a a long standing champion, so she might even keep that belt for a while. I need to follow. Dang, that'd Stardom. be cool. Yeah, I just can't get into a lot of jokes. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Any other wrestling stuff that you got for us this week? I think we will push our draft of our favorite current tag teams to next week because we are running right at about an hour. Alright. Um, there was one other thing. Oh! Uh, yeah, because we didn't even talk about it. Well, we did talk about it a little bit, but um, Cardona, Cardona, right? Yeah, Matt Cardona. Yeah. I'm like literally have it in front of my face because I was planning on talking about this. This guy's awesome. Yeah, you like, looked up stuff. <laughs> I was like I was like not like not only like he's he's partnered up with Chelsea like in real life and congratulations to the both of them. But this guy like brought himself from the brink to become like the heel of all wrestling currently yeah. right now. And I want to see more of this. I hope he shows up at Revolution. And and does something there just to piss someone off. Like, that'd be great. I just want to see him mess with someone in a match. As a Don't even need to... Re- yeah, as a forbidden door spot, I, I could see that. But, yeah, because he's in so much other shit right now. He's NWA champion. He is digital media champion. And then he's also in GCW. I believe he's their champion, if I'm not mistaken. Correct, yeah. Hey, let him collect belts. And he's getting <laughs> some rest. I, it, it, to me, again, like... You don't have to wrestle. I just want to see him fuck with somebody at Revolution. Yeah. Like that, that'd be great. So kudos to him. Watch some of his matches, and yeah, that's that's the last thing I got right now until next week. Yeah, I wish I just wish he had better merch on Pro Wrestling Tees because I'm looking at Jay White's store and I'm like, man, I'm gonna go broke here. And then I go into his and I'm like, oh, I really want to buy Cordona stuff, but. The coolest thing he has is like uh, that shirt that says "My development was WWE" or some shit like that. That's <laughs> my, de- my the Fed was my developmental, is it? and it's got like the Matt Cardona in the WWE font. It's it's rad. Um, yeah. Anyway. Oh, and if anybody's out there that's designing T-shirts, like some of these shirts are great, oh, and some of these are not. Also, you don't have to go crazy. I like a subtle thing. If you want an example, there used to be this amazing tag team called Brizango, and they made some really nice wrestling shirts that just settled so you can wear it all day even at the office and no one's going to bug you. Like, I'm just saying, that would be a, a nice little sideline of wrestling t-shirts you can make. Speaking of pro wrestling t-stores, check out Athena's. Hers is fucking awesome. 
Oh, really? Yeah. She, I, think, oh, I mean, she's only got like three shirts, but one of them, the American Joshi one, is my personal favorite. It's fucking rad. Um, yeah. She also we, needs to be how, the House of Black. Sorry. I'm like, she, the name <laughs> is perfect. She needs to join up with the House of Black and, or whatever. Like, please sign her AEW. She needs to be there. Yeah, totally. Uh, co-sign that. I believe if we keep talking, we'll just keep on listing off all the pro wrestling tees merch that we want. So we should cut <laughs> off here. Um, yeah. Any closing thoughts? Uh, we'll be back in a week or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see you when we see you. I guess later. <laughs>